this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. This is going to be a Fancy Pants Worlds Collide deck. Uh, by the way, you can see new mat here. This uh, I got with Amber Shards from a vault tour that I did not go to because of a very kind friend of mine who picked it up for me. So, thank you very much. You know who you are. And let's see what we got here. So this one is called Baku, the Reporter of Gothaval. Hmm, I'm going to guess Logos. Maybe Untamed. And Dees. Oh, so close. Uh, got the Logos wrong, got Star Alliance instead. Alright. Well... As always, with Untamed, I am hoping for things that help me forge keys faster. Uh, really don't expect to get a lot of board state manipulation here. Maybe some Amber Generation. would love some, like, Instrument of Silence. Uh, Instrument of Silence plus Rusnar can be quite crazy. And in Dece, I'm hoping for some Amber Control, some Deck Control... Maybe a little board control. And then in Star Alliance, I'm hoping for accelerating my own deck. Maybe doing some key cost manipulation and some board state manipulation as well. Alright. Uh, we start with Binding Irons. Boy, I can't get away from this card. It uh, gives your opponent three chains. Okay, Draining Touch is interesting. When you play it, you destroy a creature with no amber on it. Not so good against Saurian, but it could be okay. Exum gives you a bonus amber, and then you choose a creature in your discard pile, and you may play that creature as if it belonged to the active house and was in your hand. I would love... In Dece, I'd love an Infernus with this. But I wouldn't mind some things like Medic Ingram and Star Alliance, or maybe Ghost Hawk and Untamed. Misery Exploit gain an... Amber for each damaged enemy creature. I would love to not have a second one of these. Okay. Rock Grub is a one power beast. With play, your opponent loses one and reap archive Rock Grub. We got two of those. Ooh, Hysteria, return each creature to its owner's hand. That could be real interesting with the Rock Grubs. Snag is a five power demon. With fight, your opponent must choose the house of the creature Snag fights as the active as their active house on their next turn. That's some nice control, um, but you know, best if we can keep it alive. Again, maybe an instrument of silence on this could be pretty good. Soul Keeper is an upgrade with a bonus amber. It gives the creature destroyed. Destroy the most powerful enemy creature. Two of those. Oh, interesting. I've never had two of these in the same deck before. Caller of Subordination. Ooh, that's great. It is an upgrade that says you control this creature. Oh, that's real interesting. And then lastly, we have Scientist Bane, which is an action with a bonus hammer, and it says destroy a scientist creature. Next up, we should be looking at Star Alliance, and we have Armist Master Melina, who's a four-power human with Hazardous 3, and each of her neighbors gets Hazardous 3 as well. Very nice. Really, really, I just want to rewind really quick and say that's not a lot of creatures in Dece. Uh, but, interesting with the caller, I think it could be good. 
two Molinas. Very interesting, very nice. Cloaking Dongle is an upgrade with a bonus amber. Gives this creature and each of its neighbors elusive. That could be pretty nice for keeping our board safe. Commander Chan is a four power human with fight, reap, use another friendly creature. Ooh, that gives us an opportunity to maybe even use the snag off the Deese turn, you know, on Starlings. That'd be pretty good. There's even a world. <laughs> a crazy world where we have this and the snag on the board, and we like play a ghost talk next to this to use the snag or something. That'd just be crazy. Light of the Archons is an upgrade with a bonus amber, and uh, it gives a creature plus one power and plus one armor for each upgrade attached to it. Oh, that's interesting with the collar. It's also good with the cloaking dongle. Sensor Chief Garcia is a three power human with play, fight, reef. Keys cost plus two during your opponent's next turn. Two of those. Not bad. Stealth Mode is an action with a bonus amber. And when you play it, your opponent cannot play action cards during their next turn. That's a strong one. Zap is an action with a bonus amber that deals one damage to a creature for each house represented among creatures in play. Interestingly, there's no, like, max six cap on this, so if somebody has a, an auto-legionary out as a creature, uh, or if somebody has experimental therapy on a creature, then you get to deal nine damage. And it's uh, you deal one damage however many times, so you can split it up however you like. Quintrino Flux lets you choose a friendly creature and an enemy creature, and then you destroy the chosen creatures and each creature with the same power as either of them. And then we have Universal Translator, which is an upgrade with a bonus amber, and it gives the creature Fight Reap, use a friendly non-Star Alliance creature. Uh, that's great, it lets us, you know, give Commander Chan's ability essentially to somebody else, too. Ooh, We Can All Win is an action with a bonus amber that makes keys cost minus two until the end of your next turn. Interesting with the Garcias, you know, they can kind of cancel this out. So then it would really only help you and not so much your opponent. Uh, that's nice. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, got it. Interesting. This is like a low creature deck so far, but interesting upgrades that I think could work pretty well. Uh, okay, and you know, there's even some interesting shenanigans where, like, let's say you have the Chan, let's say with the Universal Translator on it, and you have the Rock Grubs out, you reap with Chan, and you can then reap with the Rock Grubs, archiving them, and then go de-snext and play them. I mean, there's some cool, interesting stuff that can happen. Okay, on to Untamed. Bramble Lynx is a three-power beast with Skirmish. <clears throat> I feel like... Oh, and, and it says, uh, if you've used a creature to reap this turn, Bramble Link's enters play ready. I feel like if the Untamed here ends up good, then this is a good deck. And I don't have high confidence in that, because I don't trust Untamed and Worlds Collide. But, uh, if it's a good Untamed, this could be a pretty good deck. We'll see. Well, we have Ghost Talk. That, that gives me a lot of hope here. Ghost Talk is a two-power beast with Deploy. And after you play it, you may reap with each neighboring creature one at a time. And that is, that's great, because it means we can use, you know, put it next to a Garcia or a Chan or something with the Universal Translator on it, and then get, like, chaining value. That's, that could be real good. 
Imprinted Mermook is a three power beast with elusive that makes your keys cost minus one. That's great. I mean, think about that with the we can all win. That's, that puts you at minus three. And then key charge. It's an action. When you play it, you lose an amber, and if you do, you may forge a key at current cost. Molefin is a three power beast with hazardous three, and after amber is stolen from you, you deal a damage to each enemy creature for each amber stolen. Mustak Mermook is a four power beast that makes each player's keys cost plus one, and after you play it, you deal four damage to a creature. Rusnar is a four power beast and insect with fight, destroy an artifact. If that artifact has a, had an amber bonus, you gain that much amber. Natural selection, ooh, this is really good in a deck with so few creatures overall. Uh, it's an action with a bonus amber. After you play it, you choose three friendly creatures uh, and three enemy creatures, and you destroy each other creature. Fangtooth Cavern. Oh, that's uh, that's a little iffy here. That's an artifact uh, with a bonus amber. It's a location, and after you play it, at the end of your turn, you destroy the least powerful creature. Really, as long as it's out. Um, well, it wouldn't be bad to drop it and then immediately Rustnar it, but... We have so many small creatures. I'm I'd be real worried that that you'd end up um, hurting yourself there. Ooh, Mimicry's good. Mimicry is an action. When you play it, uh, you treat it as a copy of an action card in your opponent's discard pile. That's interesting. Two ooh two mimics, two mimicries. That's great. Hmm. That's real interesting. Okay. Ooh, and then a, oh, Witch of the Wilds. Ooh, wow. Okay, so Witch of the Wilds is a four-power beast and witch, and during each turn in which Untamed is not your active house, you may play one Untamed card. Now, I don't feel like we got really any bad Untamed cards in here. Um, the Fangtooth Cavern is iffy, just because we don't have bigger creatures, so that's iffy, but we'll see. Uh, and again, if you play it and immediately Rustnar it, that's not so bad. The... Um, the Witch of the Wilds is great. The Mimicries are, have a lot of potential. I think the Natural Selection is good here just because we don't have that many creatures. And really, the most creatures we have are in Untamed. The Ghost Hawk is great. Uh, both All the Mermooks are good. Mulfin's fine. Bramblelinks, there's solid potential for it here. Yeah, there's solid potential for it here. Um... The, the Star Alliance stuff is pretty interesting. Stealth mode is so good. Uh, and then, you know, the synergies with Chan and Universal Translator give us a chance at, at doing good stuff. Um, and decent upgrades with the Light of the Archons. So that could be pretty interesting. I mean, it, even though we didn't get, like, a... Even though we did not get, like, an Instrument of Silence or something like that, we still got enough upgrades here. You know, um, Universal Translator, Light of the Archons, Cloaking Dongle. That if you throw all those and maybe a Soul Keeper onto Snag, suddenly it's like a 9 power with 4 armor. And you can do real good work with it. So, that's interesting. Now, uncharacteristically for Star Alliance, there's just no wards in here. So, that's real interesting. Uh, you do have that elusive from the Cloaking Dongle, but it's interesting that there's no ward anywhere in here. Uh, yeah, and that could be a problem. And then, uh, in terms of just raw amber pips, I actually feel like we got a pretty high number for Worlds Collide here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 
12 is, yeah, not bad for Worlds Collide, and then combine that with cards that reduce your key cost, boost your opponent's key cost. Uh, I think we have some good stuff going on here. So, uh, ooh, Exhum on Witch of the Wilds could have a lot of, uh, could be pretty good. Even on the Ghost Talk, it could be pretty good. So, yeah, that, um, that is Baku, the reporter of Gothaval. Um, I, I think I'm going to fire this up and try it out on the Crucible Online tonight. And if I manage to get a friend to come over tomorrow, maybe we'll try it out uh, in person as well. But uh, thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed this and that you'll get out there and forge some keys.